The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the HBIC. Katie, motherfucking Boyd. Did I also forget to say that I'm the original HBIC? <laughs> Everyone knows you're the original. I just dubbed myself back in the day as the original HBIC. <laughs> <laughs> Today's ambitious episode is all about how being spiritual actually means being a motherfucking gangster. Sometimes it has to be that way. Sometimes it has to be that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to break the fucking news to you people, but sometimes the more spiritual I get, the more like crazy I have to get. Because mm-hmm. then people try fucking with you because they're like, oh, she's spiritual. I can just walk all over her and fuck her up the ass with no lube. <laughs> not going to happen. And I am not into that <laughs> ass play, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but before I start this ambitious episode, I want to read the iTunes review of the week. And it is from Steph Med PhD. This bitch sounds like she's smart. Very smart. She's got some it. stuff going she's on. She's listening to you. She's very smart. Hello. Hello. And it says, love, Katie. Katie is the real deal. She keeps it 100% with her expertise and advice, rawness, and sharing her own struggles. I really enjoy her banter with Matt and the way they feed off each other's energy. Awesome, inspiring show. Thank you, Steph, MD, PhD. That's awesome, Smarty pants, you. That's great. You better email me at themisfitclub at (laughs) gmail.com to redeem your free $100 gift certificate to use towards anything and everything KBMFC related. That is awesome. I'm so psyched for this show today because I always preach this stuff. But a couple things coming down the pipeline. We are going to be doing pre-sales of my book that took me over a year to write. Awesome. It's entitled Ambitious. And I lost it. I lost it back in the dizzle. (laughs) So in early summer. You can laugh now. I love. God, I still have like anxiety from it. I need to be heavily medicated some days when I think about it. (laughs) Um, I lost the entire manuscript, 30,000 words. And it was funny because we were talking to our 21-year-old daughter who's a senior at BU last night. And she was doing this huge thing for school. Big, huge presentation. And she was right in the throes of it. She had to present actually the next day mm-hmm. and she lost her entire thing. The whole The whole computer system crashed system and the actual um, actual app. app that she was writing this on just the like saver. shit itself. Uh, uh. And I was like, oh, really? And she actually knows high tech stuff. So oh, it's she, like if yeah. she can lose it, anyone can lose She's it. She's not writing in cave paintings like I am. <laughs> I'm still writing. <laughs> I'm still writing with my own blood like caribou on the wall. It's really freaking antiquated. I moved up to a yellow pad. <laughs> Legal <laughs> but it was weird because like I was so sad for her and she obviously she cried she said for like a half Sterical. an hour I cried for three days so she's like way more resilient than me yeah. but it was funny because I was like oh do tell how you lost your entire <laughs> thing because when I was telling people that I lost my entire manuscript people were like how does this in this day and age happen 
I was like, fucking aliens, man. Yeah, yeah, aliens. They and... wanted to beam that shit up to the, their dimensions so they could share it with all their people. <laughs> They're probably laughing nanu, their asses off. They're laughing their asses off. Yeah. Reading it right now. They're probably like, this fucking hooker. <laughs> this American hooker. What is she talking about? So, yes, yeah, so we're going to, the book is going to be coming out soon. I'm going to keep you guys in the loop how to pre order the ambitious book. It's going to be lit and then Kripalu is coming up January 4th 5th and 6th that is going to be the most amazing weekend ever and a lot of people have been emailing me and inboxing me and DMing me on how to work with me. The best thing to do, guys, is go to my website, www.kbmfc.com. Check out my in-house program. So if you live close enough to KBMFC mm-hmm. and you want to grace us with your sweaty presence, come on down two weeks for free. Or if you live too far away, because I train women from all over the world, Australia, Dubai, South Africa, you name it. Yes. I do it all virtually. You can also go on and check out my virtual programs. And we have a business mastermind coming up starting again. Again, in February, both in-house and virtually. So we got a lot of good stuff coming up. The business Mastermind is really, a lot of people are jumping on that big yeah. time. Yeah, well, the Business yeah. Mastermind, the first round helped so many people. Yeah. And what's come out of like just a 12-week program has been incredible to watch. And honestly, awe-inspiring for me because it wasn't like I am anything special, but everything I'm teaching is all through trial by fire. So I think that's the best way to learn. I think it's the best way to teach because I'm not into philosophy and I'm not into theory. Results driven. Results driven. driven. Let's make it happen. Um, So yeah, that's all the stuff that's coming KBMFC. That's awesome. And don't forget to share the Ambitious Podcast. We are trying to make this a movement. We don't have ads. I don't have a bunch of sponsored ads on my my podcast like other people do. They make millions of dollars, some of these people Mm -hmm. doing these sponsored ads. I get quite bored with that. Like sometimes I find myself wanting to skip through ads and listen to like the meat of the podcast. And sometimes I've just given up on podcasts because there was so many freaking ads. So please, please, please share this podcast, especially if you get a lot of value from it. I work really hard to produce these podcasts and um, Matt really doesn't work very hard to help me produce these podcasts, (laughs) but he just shows up. You I know? show up and I'm her whipping boy today. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> that is don't right. Make me a whipping boy today. Uh, and if you don't know what we talk about here on Ambitious, it's about the six life makers and breakers. That's what my Ambitious book is about. That's what my programs are about. So if you don't know what they are yet, don't be a lazy shit. Go back to the first podcast <laughs> and listen from in its entirety. And if you're one of those zombie apocalypse type people that are trying to eat my brains and they're just walking through the grocery store, drooling on themselves and, and pushing their grocery cart full of fucking hydrogenated oils and you give me a bad review, you know what I always like to say? Better go in a dark room, light a candle, put on a little foreigner and go fuck yourself. <laughs> I've been waiting for a boy like you. Thank you. Okay, whatever. Don't get too horny. (laughs) But if you did give Ambitious a five-star review and a written review, I thank you seriously from the bottom of my little black heart. Good. And this is obviously, you all know who he is. Matt Babine. Matt Babine. My wingman, my ride or die, as he would say, my whipping boy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't agree. I, I don't was, agree. I was only joking because sometimes you get harsh and I'm like, what is she talking about? I don't have to you know, stand up for myself. Harsh how, sir? I don't know. Just you know, tongue lashing. These people don't know what goes on behind the closed doors <laughs> at Casa de Baybine. They don't want to know. Some bad shit. <laughs> it's, not, it's like the most peaceful it's house not, ever. We yeah, got no. a little dog called Pearl, for God's sake. She's so sweet. <laughs> She's so sweet. With a pink face. Sometimes, though, when I do raise my voice, she's like, what is going oh, on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which happens on a daily basis. Because you get a little unruly and you need to get smacked around sometimes. Oh, Pearl? No, you. Oh, no, I never need that. I'm too busy for that. I, I was just going to oh, pick a little gonna, fuzz. I wasn't going to Oh, my me. God. He's so beaten that I went to just go take a little piece of fuzz up. off his shirt. The two-time world champion fighter over here, and he's flinching like a bitch. Don't be such a pussy, man. Right. Such a crybaby. Let's get to the program and stop picking on me. Oh, God. Well, there's more to come because, let's be honest, being spiritual means being gangster. Yes, it does. So I have been on a spiritual journey for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. I've always been really super spiritual. Like looking back at my life journey now, even when I was really little, I was, you know, I went to church and I loved like that whole thing, but I liked the spirituality part of Christianity and Catholicism Mm -hmm. more than like the indoctrination type stuff. Right. Like kneel, like genuflect. Get up. Get up, get down, down. pray, kneel. (laughs) I'm not into that. I'm not into like that shitty stuff. The tradition. The host, taking the host. It tastes like those those wafers that we used to eat in the 80s. Yeah, what do you that call it? Flying sauces? Yeah, that's what they taste yeah, like. With the flying without, sauces, but without the little Without the little shaky, shaky balls yeah. on the side. That was the best part of the flying saucer. And there was none of that in, in the Eucharist. we both went to Catholic Eucharist. school, right? Yeah, and we yeah. got beat by the nuns. Yeah. Sister Margreta, if you're out there and listening, which I doubt you are, <laughs> I love you. Thank you for beating with me with a brass ruler from like <laughs> 1984 caught, to like I caught some beatings 1992. Too. Oh, we all did. St. Mary's. Yeah. But you know, I've always been spiritual. I think you probably have always been spiritual too. We just didn't know what to call it because we were, you know, brought up in the Catholic church. But as we got older through going through a lot of things, Mm -hmm. you know, they always say like, um, what is it? Religious people are afraid to go to hell, but spiritual people have already been there. Oh, absolutely. Have you ever heard that? Oh my God. Yeah. And I truly believe it because the more trials and tribulations that I went through as an adult, the more spiritual I became. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree with us? Absolutely. And, and it's funny because I've always been spiritual and I didn't even know it because martial arts is very spiritual. Yes, right? it is. We used to meditate, but I really didn't know what the meditation was. Because right? no one taught you like this is what it is for. They what just made for. you do it. They would just say, do this, sit down, get up. So it was almost like the church, but yeah. whatever. So I learned a little with bit punching. of martial arts with punching, right? <laughs> so that's part of the gangster part. You got to yeah. defend yourself. You can't let people freaking uh, walk all over walk you. All over you and Absolutely. Push you so I think I was always spiritual that way. And then when I got to be in my thirties then I really took it to the next level, I really started uh, uh, going inside, looking for things inside instead of. So you learn how to meditate. Outside. Yep. Learn how to meditate. And I actually learned how to meditate years before that and I did well but then I, I got to learn from an unbelievable woman uh, Amita Chopra and she taught me uh, unbelievable meditation right. it was the best thing that ever happened and you also used to go to Reiki healing and Reiki healing so I started my path so I started doing that and it just uh, took my life to the next level and, I th- and I'm a huge proponent of Reiki healing yeah. we offer it at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club we have amazing Reiki masters Absolutely. that work there so that's another way to you know be spiritual mm-hmm. but that's just part of the equation. Yeah. So, pe- so what happens is, right, all these spiritual people are like, I meditate for 17 hours a day. Mm-hmm. I don't eat meat. Like, I don't drink alcohol. I abstain from sex. Like, which is like, okay, if that's how you want to live your life. Right. But let's be honest, 
So many of you guys out there listening right now do not have the pleasure nor the leisure or even the want to go move to the Himalayan mountains Mm -hmm. (laughs) and become uh, a bald-headed monk and be meditating in a cave, right? We need spirituality to work for us in the workplace. We need to work for us in the bedroom, in our home, at the PTO meeting. We need spirituality to work for us in traffic. When you're waiting in the line at supermarket and someone's bashing into your fucking back of your legs with their (laughs) cart. And you just want to back fucking hand them so bad and be like, back the fuck up, bitch. Did this happen lately? All the fucking time. I'm like, I'm a magnet. It says, run into me with your fucking cart, zombie. I swear to God, I'm like walking around with it tattooed on my forehead. Right? So So we need spirituality to work for us in day-to-day life. And that is why so many people who are quote unquote spiritual, they can't really level up because what happens is they're like, well, I'm spiritual. So if someone hurts me or they try to take advantage me or if they push my boundaries, it's almost like in the Bible, it says like, if someone slaps you, turn the other cheek. Right. And I'm like, hell no. Don't even let them close enough to even fucking t- put their hands on right, you. Right, right. One time, yes. Fool me once. What was it saying? Fool, what, fool me once. Do you want the okay. real way or, no, do you no, want no. The, or do you want the du- George W. Bush way? George W. Bush was like, they have a saying down in Tennessee. I know they have it in Texas. Fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. Fool me. Fool me, can't get fooled again. Can't, can't but fool that's me. not really how it fucking goes. <laughs> but he did a good He job. was having a bad day. He was having a bad day. It was probably his 19th yeah, speech. Yeah, we'll guy. let it ride. Right? I, I, I misquoted <laughs> the Dalai Lama a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Like, you know, we're just trying our fucking best it here. But it says, um, fool me once, shame yeah. on you. Yes. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's funny because you mentioned the spiritual people. That's one aspect. But also, um, I think there's a lot of fake spiritual people too Hoo-cha. don't get me started right, on that where spiritual people have wars with other people other spiritual oh people oh my god and, we see it so much this person's so good and this person's this and I'm like really you see uh, spiritual people get involved in politics and god. they're fighting with people on like Fox News and I'm like who cares all, why are you even on this fucking show you're yeah. supposed to be you're like I am multi-dimensional I'm all these things but then you're like sh- fighting with fucking Sean Hannity not good it doesn't make yeah. damn sense no no good no that's good. why I stay out of the political arena and yeah. you will never ever pull me into that motherfucking shit. It's a so that's like the antithesis to me of spirituality. Absolutely. You're your own president, for God's sake. You're your own yes, I am. captain of your own ship, yes, right? You I choose am. to do whatever you want to do. Right. It's like right? the Invictus, the William Ernest Henley. Yeah. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Right. So like, politics has no room for it. Right. There's no room. So today we're going to talk about the five signs you are a spiritual gangster. Oh, I think I got it. Mm. I am a gangster. I know I am. <laughs> Born and bred, honey. Yes. All right, number one, your gangsterness is in direct proportion to your kindness. Mm. So for me, like, I'm a loving, kind human. If anyone really knows me, I have a very hard exterior, but I'm super, super soft serve on the inside. I will give you the shirt off my back. I will do anything for you. But if you fuck with me, I will put you down. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. just who I am. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. I can only take shit for so long before I just go fucking 40 loco well, on I think a ass. lot of people too, they take kindness for weakness because we both mm-hmm. are really kind people and we give enough, we give so much to so many people and so many opportunities, right? Whether it's absolutely. Uh, doing certain things with us or, you know, bringing their business to the next level or helping them or giving them shout outs or whatever it is, we really want to create really good results and we want to have a really good tribe. Right. And there's some people that just sometimes just can't 
take that, right? And then right. they end up turning on you or mm-hmm. turning on me. And I think it just happens. Maybe they're just not ready to level up. Well, I also think that when you're holding, it's funny because Jill said this to me the other day. She goes, you hold such a high vibration yes. that sometimes people can't handle it. Right. And like I said the other day on my Facebook, I would rather be someone's shot of whiskey than everyone's cup of tea. Right. Like I'd rather be a stiff ass drink that makes your nipples hard. Right. And I like to be extremely polarizing because <laughs> I know that, that the polarization is what actually gets results. Yes. If I was a trainer and a motivator and a coach and I was just like, oh, I gave you mastermind homework and you didn't do it. Oh, good. Or, oh, your goal this week was to lose three pounds and you like gained three pounds. Oh, may- maybe next time. I You're wouldn't fucking have the results that I have with my girls. You're not there for the paycheck. You're Hell there to no. actually see the results. And it's a, either do or do not, right? Do it like, oh, uh, Yoda. <laughs> Yoda goes, either do or do not. I love well, Yoda. The, Yoda I, I love, says, uh, Star Wars. They have so many good sayings, right? Do or do not. There's no try. Yeah, there is no try. So it's either you're doing it or you're not doing it. There's no try. And I always say that. I'm like, I'm trying. And Matt will say, no, you're doing. Either do it or don't do it. Right. right. Do right. it. Do it. Do it. Do it again. If you want to listen to an awesome, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in the world. Just Google Art Williams do it speech. Oh my God, Woo, child! Yeah, we'll get you going in the that morning. We'll get, get you going. Just yes. do it because he's you know he's talking about all these like people that have all these fucking excuses. Yes, and it's just like yeah, I'll just do it. Yeah, just I'm just do gonna it. do this. I'm gonna go ahead and be spiritual. Then do it. Do it. I'm gonna be. Loving. Stop saying do you're it. gonna meditate. Stop saying you're gonna start the diet. Stop saying you're gonna do all these things. Just fucking do it and don't stop until the job is done. No. God, Art Williams. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's my man. So remember, guys, being gangster is probably the best way to go, and then you start to let people in slowly. That deserve. Here's the deal, right? And I know that you and I were were raised very similarly. Yes. That's like give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Who the fuck are they to get the benefit of the doubt from me? No, you have to fucking prove to me yeah. that you deserve that. What does that even mean? I don't fucking That's doubt, a Teresa right? Babe and Teresa Boyd. <laughs> give them the benefit of the doubt. They haven't earned the benefit of the doubt. Why would I give somebody the benefit of the doubt? Right. Right? I mean, I'm going to be loving and kind to them, but Absolutely. I have to be able to what? Keep them in a certain spot yeah. until I get to know them and right. then let them in, right? right. Well, you if you're, I don't have many friends. No, ditto. <laughs> if you're in my inner circle, you know that like... Not that I'm like, oh, I'm the queen and you're all my, no. my, no, I mean it. Like I really take my friendship seriously oh, big time. to the point of like, I will die for you. I will take a bullet for you. I will do anything for you. And if you are my friend, you actually are like shaking your head right now. Cause you know that shit. Absolutely. But if you, if I let you in and you start to show signs of like going the other way, I'll cut, I'll cut you off real quick. Pass. And that's being spiritual. And there is an expiration date. On friendships, absolutely. Uh, people, um, businesses, uh, everything. There's an expiration date. If it's not working for the two parties that are involved in it, then it's time to you know one hundred percent right. It's not working for me anymore. It's not working for you anymore. Let's call it, or it will just fade away into the sunset yeah. on its own. Sometimes. It doesn't have to be some explosion. No, it could be just like I just never called that person anymore. We really talk about the yep. same things over and over and over. Oh God, you used to have a lot of no fr- Matt. You used to have a lot of friends group. like that. What do you call it? No growth. They're still no. talking about. Remember the time that we did this in high school? It's like motherfucker, you're fifty. <laughs> What are you talking about? Shut up. About Get that. a new friggin' you know, Let's talk story. about what's going on yesterday. What are you doing now? It's like that old adage, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yes. And I think what happens is people in the spiritual realm are like, but we've been friends for three years. Like, what? why are we not friends anymore? It's just like, because one of us 
there's the it's the quid pro quo, right? Like, right. I'm not saying like it always has to be this right. like perfect head on, but each one has to be bringing something to the table. And it could be spiritually love, Whatever. kindness, caring, all helping, those type of thing. helping, advice, um, just being an ear to listen to when you're having a bad day. And there's been people like I just don't want to hang out with anymore, right? It's just like oh, yeah. you just don't want to be with them. Well, sometimes you evolve spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, whatever, and they're still saying staying the same, right? Right. And it doesn't mean you don't love them, but it, it just means like, it's just, it's worn its welcome yes. and it's time to move on. And how many people do you know stay in relationships and friendships that just are way past their expiration date? Big time. Would you drink milk that was like three months expired? <laughs> Not if you don't want to shit your pants. I have and I don't like it. No shit, right? <laughs> Not good. Uh, number two, you love yourself first so you can in turn love others. But you still take no shit. Yeah. Buddha, when Buddha, I was going to say Buddha said this, but Buddha, <laughs> Buddha didn't, didn't say, say this. that. He, there's like this meme going around on um, social media that's like Buddha, it's a picture of Buddha that says, do no harm, but take <laughs> no shit. And really, that's what Buddha was kind of saying. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, just be a good person, give as much as you can, but like, you know, you're not going to put yourself in uncomfortable situations all the time. Right. Just so everyone else feels safe and happy and, and their needs are met. And you can't pretend the facts are not the facts, right? If there's just something encroaching on your garden like weeds, you can't say, there are no weeds, there are no weeds, and the weeds are gone. That's right. right. You're going to rip the suckers out. Damn and right. Sometimes you're going to rip some people out of your life. Or, Absolutely. Uh, or some situations out of your life. Yes. Right? You have to just always ask yourself when you're on a spiritual journey. And I do it every day. I keep refining my life. And I know that probably people listening at home are like, oh my God, this girl's crazy. No, I literally wake up every day and I'm like, okay, what didn't work? for me yesterday? What made me feel uncomfortable? What isn't working? What, what, what? And I keep asking myself these questions and every day I keep honing my life down until it's streamlined and perfect. Mm -hmm. And then that might go over for a couple days really well. Right. And, and then all of a sudden, anyways? and, and, and it, what is what really is, perfect means that it, it's flowing better for you. And it makes you feel joyful <laughs> and it helps you with your core desired feelings. That's what, in my opinion, is perfection. Yep. So if your core desired feeling is freedom and you start getting yourself into shit that is not making you feel free. The time suck. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if it might hurt someone else's feelings or let someone else down, you have to put yourself number one. Because if you don't love yourself first, how can you love, truly love with a pure heart and help or whatever anyone else? And this is the problem. Yeah. The, a lot of people are walking around this earth like martyrs and being like, I help everybody. And, mm -hmm. and then when I lay on my head on the pillow at night, I don't feel good about myself. That's no one's fucking fault except yourself. Right. So wake up. And if I have any balls to say no or just say, hey, you know, something I got to be able to protect myself first. Right. So I can give out Abs service and help out other people and Absolutely. myself. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Number three, how you know that you are a spiritual gangster is your gang is all inclusive. Yes. So if you think of, and you know this because you've been with me for a really long time. The people I used to hang out with, it was like, they have to like look a certain way and they have to like be a certain way and they have to like, you know, be all these different things. And now it's just like, I just hang out with like people who like from all walks of lives, all age groups. <laughs> we have a very eclectic We have an eclectic group of friends. That, that we love, right? But it's funny because everyone is bringing something to the table yep. and we are bringing stuff to the table for them. Yes. Where before it was like- It's exchange of energy. Yes. Right? And that, you know, we're both yeah. huge proponents of that. Right. Where before like, and you probably did it too back in like your early 20s, mid 20s before you got married, mm -hmm. you probably hung out with like, you know- thugs and like crazy oh people God. that you would like say to yourself now, like, how would I ever hang out with I'm these lucky people? lucky to be alive. 
I've heard some stories. What do you call it? My father goes, Jesus, Matthew, you're hanging around with some buttes. (laughs) Right? I go, yes, I am, Brad. Yes, I am. And it's, uh, you know, thank God I was able to uh, survive (laughs) because I'll tell you, there was such crossroads where I could have gone one way and gone the other way. Oh, God, absolutely. um, But yeah, your gang is all exclusive. So you're not just hanging out with people because like, you know, oh, they're all spiritual like me, which you know half those people are not spiritual at all. They're faux spiritual people. Right. right. And you know what's so funny too is like, (laughs) and I know we've had this conversation before, is like you start to have your spiritual awakening and then you want to hang out with like all these crystal love and tree hugging, like really super like crunchy people that are like spiritual and they namaste and they wear like their turbans and they do all this shit. I never did that. No, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Matthew, me. Like, remember when I was going through all my Reiki stuff and I was like going through all these like spiritual awakenings and I was just like, I just want to hang out with people that like think like me and talk about like ascension and past life regression and crystals and la 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 la. (laughs) And the truth is, is like the more I'd get to know some of these people, I was like, oh, you're, you're a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm. You're actually just as bad, if not worse than the freaking skanks that I used to hang out with. Yeah. You're just in a different package. Sometimes, yeah. It's weird. Different, different masks. And usually like, I was just going to say the masks thing. Yeah, so think about it, masks. guys. We're all on this three-dimensional earth plane to learn lessons. And people will come into your life dressed up as different people, yeah. but they're always the same lesson. So until you learn your lesson, mm-hmm. I've learned a lot of lessons the last couple of weeks. I don't want to learn any more lessons. Oh my God, Oprah, stop. <laughs> it's so true. I've so many lessons. It's exhausting. You know, it's like every day, it's like, I wake up and I'm like, oh God, Jesus, don't teach me teach no me lessons today. today. Just let me, just just let me be. Status quo is okay. Let me be, yeah. Status quo, homeostasis <laughs> is a good thing sometimes. Ooh. But think about it. Like you have to really, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. So you yourself might think I'm spiritual, I'm spiritual, but you're not being pure of heart. So then you're attracting a bunch of bloodsuckers mm. and the higher you vibrate, you'll probably be more singularly like al- not alone, but you'll have like less people around you in your community, but the community, the tribe will be tighter. Right. And I'd rather have like a handful of people that I know if God forbid something happened to my family or I had some kind of like, you know, extravaganza in my life i know i could i could call those people and they would come to my house at a heartbeat absolutely and help me out with whatever i needed right and not a bunch of girls it's like sorry i'm painting my nails like that's the girls i used to hang out with right Hmm. bye bitches (laughs) bye bitches (laughs) number four your hardness is equal to your vulnerability so when you're a gangster Sometimes you've got to like put on the front. Yep. You've got to be hard. You've got to be tough. But at the same time, I think a true spiritual gangster also shows their softer side and is vulnerable because I feel like when you are vulnerable, it gives other people permission to be vulnerable as well. Absolutely. Especially the stuff that I'm doing too with the kids and yes. parents and stuff like that. And yeah, when you show that you're vulnerable and you've had hard times or, you know, or, or, or had a fear, uh, all these different things, it gives them ap- absolutely an opportunity to be able to share that. Totally. Yeah. Because don't you think you and I as leaders, like people that come to our like to come to your martial arts studio or they come to my wellness center. It's almost like they look at us like we're like at this pinnacle of success and like authenticity and spirituality. No. You struggle but it's every true day. Like, you can struggle every day, right? There's days where I'm like, oh my God. I'm struggling right now. <laughs> As we'll speak. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. You never know. You never know with me. But it's true though, right? Like they yeah. have this like outside looking in 
these people are like this way. Yeah. It's almost like how we look at like Oprah or we look yeah. at like spiritual leaders like the Dalai Lama yeah. or like these prophets like Buddha. It's like, oh, they were this perfect like yeah. high vibrational no, light worker and we're like beneath them. It's everyone like, struggles. No. Everyone cries. Everyone has bad days. Everyone has loss. Everyone eats their feelings. Everyone eats their feelings sometimes. <laughs> uh, everyone's had abusive relationships. Everyone's had a past that's uh, you know not always uh, roses and uh, sunshine yeah, right and, absolutely and I think the more we talk about that and we give other people the you know the permission yeah. to kind of uh, be themselves let, let it out, let right? it out. especially men because Oof. men don't talk about anything they hold everything in and then it turns into disease yes. right which is dis-ease of dis-ease the body. within the body yes. right there's not united ease do you feel like that men are do you feel like men are starting to open up more do you feel like it's still Kind I do, stuck. but I think it's so stuck. And I think, you know, it's that's why, you know, me being a martial artist and stuff like that, like, and I'm a pretty big guy and I kind of will say, it's okay. Give it's okay. Take that, you know, take that light and go with it. Right. right. And, and be the person that you ha- are instead of trying to hold it in and not talk about things. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're finding a lot of problems with a lot of guys like that. Right. They need to be able to get rid of that. And it's good because the, all the male children that come to your the dojo, Dojo yes. Sante, you're already teaching them at such a young age to be vulnerable, to like be soft and Use have like emotions. that feminine energy because men and women both should have a good mixture of masculine yes. and feminine. And usually when one overspills the other, then you get problems. But defend yourself. I mean, nobody puts their hands on you. Nobody disrespects you. Nobody talks to you, you know, right. poorly. Know your self-worth. Know who you are and stand in your power. And that's what I teach all my kids, yes. right? To be able to stand there and um, be that person and know that things are not always going to be great. You're going to have struggles. And what martial arts does is what? Teaches you to get through the struggles, right? You're going to have them. Nobody's going to be able to help you with it. But you're going to have to get through it and you're going to have to get through it yourself by using your mind, right? Like, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Pumping me up right now. I feel like punching someone. <laughs> Number five. Let's go break some boards. Yeah. Oh God. Scary. <laughs> Number five. Service is your one true motivation as a spiritual gangster. Yes. Don't you think? Absolutely. And then it's funny because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I was more a business person than a server. And really, it's funny because it's like it's almost switched the paradigm because it was when I gave more service is when became I became more successful yes. business person and I really focused on I don't care what the numbers are I'm going to go out there I'm going to serve as many people in any way that I can and then simultaneously wow and my healthcare business or with my dojo or whatever when I really come from a spot of really pure how do I serve this person struggling how can I help this person or how can I help this doctor he's having problems right. with his patients how can I really serve all of a sudden, and you're the same way. Yes. I mean, every time we go right to back to that, well, we're getting distracted, go back to service. Yes. We're getting distracted, go back to service. Right. Because people start getting, well, people already have lack mindset. And then they're like, oh my God, I have to make money. I have to make money. I have to make money. And a lot of us have that lack mindset. We, we came from nothing. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, we just barely had, you know, just to get a, get what we needed to yes. get to this point. And uh, sometimes it goes backwards. That's a conditioning, right? Of those those years, right? Definitely. So we have to always constant push ourselves back and kind of like, whoa, 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 get to the service and don't worry about anything else. Everything else will work out. And when you wake up in the morning, guys, and I say this all the time, like before you even get out of bed, I do this every day. I, I will talk to God or the universe or whatever you believe in and say, use me today 
to serve as many people as I can. And I will wake up in that energy and I will go about my day in that energy. And the days that I do it, which are almost every day, I have a great day. It's awesome. The days I forget, it turns into a big pile of dog shit. Don't forget that anymore. I will not. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Who so, put a big note on your forehead when you wake up? It'll be like a, I have a many glasses notes. or something like this. We'll be like, oh. I have many notes sure on my surf. forehead right now. Thank <laughs> God. Hey, guys. That's thanks awesome. for listening. Yeah. Don't forget, if you want to subscribe to this, the best way to do it is go to www.unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. And don't forget to subscribe, you filthy animals. Filthy animals. And like I always say, thank you so much for being the ambitious that make ambitious an actual, real, true movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Ow! <laughs> that was great. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.